0: Yo, what's up? It's your girl Father Long Legs. Thank you for listening to you can tell me anything. This is an all-new episode. Um, I'm so excited to share this with you. Before we get into it, I do have a couple announcements. As I have uh, mentioned before, I am starting to schedule some new shows on the road. I will be in at the University of Notre Dame on February 26th. Um, I was hoping to do some shows in that area around then, but turned out it was a bit too soon to get it all together. But I have even better news. I'll be going on the road for two full weeks in late April, early May. I'm going to be getting more details out but right now the um, cities that I will be going to most likely are Chicago, Atlanta, um, Richmond, uh, Nashville and you know a bunch of stuff in between. Okay so I know that's so vague but if you're in that area and you want me to come I mean like I will I'm still in the midst of planning it so let me know. Get at me um super excited I want to say shout out congratulations to the team behind the civil dead um i mentioned this on last week's pod but the film that whitmer thomas and clay tatum made um whitmer was a former guest on this pod we talked a bit about the movie and uh he won the audience award at slam dance super awesome i got to play a small little role in it it was really fun they were the best to work with i got to watch it on the big screen it's so wonderful if you haven't had a chance to check it out um hopefully when it comes out, you guys will check it out. So check that out. It's called The Civil Dead. Um, I also officially quit OnlyFans. Yeah, I know I talked about maybe doing it. It's been on and off for a while. Um, I gave it a fair shot. I really, really thought that uh, the platform was trying to expand into more transparency. It doesn't seem that's the case. And uh, it just didn't quite work out for what I was looking for, um, although I will say there's a lot of wonderful creators on the platform that I think it works for really well, so that's not dig- a dig to anyone who's on it in general. It just wasn't really working for my schedule, and my brand and the kinds of like content I was making wasn't finding the... Necessarily finding the audience um, in the right way, so I am off of that. But if you uh, are disappointed, I don't know if you would be, because to be honest, most of my like confidants uh, were like I think only there out of niceness. But if you're disappointed or you want to check out more stuff, I am planning to uh, release some of those long form narrative uh and essay videos i did for OnlyFans soon so you can follow me on all the other you know platforms um nothing officially to announce yet but if you really want to stalk me you can get on my mailing list which is at theresaleecomedy.com just scroll all the way to the bottom sign up for the mailing list that's it i don't have a ton of announcements today i'm really excited for this conversation with kara connors enjoy we talk about thumb sucking i was a thumb sucker she was a And, look, we grew up into, like, sort of well-adjusted humans. So, you know, whatever. Suck your thumb if you want to. All right. Enjoy. Bye.
1: You can tell her. You can tell
0: her anything. She's a real good listener.
1: You can tell.
0: Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. This is the (laughs) podcast where I have comedians... Wow, Uh, can't talk. Uh, I'm not gonna redo that. This is uh, in the spirit of honesty. Comedians will be confessing (laughs) something they want to get off their chest. Uh, My guest, as you've heard, her lovely laugh. Uh, is very funny. You've seen her on dating. No filter on E. It's Kara Connors. What's up? hey wait you go by Kara Kara I literally said my one of my best friends is named Kara and then I I like literally second-guessed myself as I said it
1: you were totally right it's Kara yeah I uh even
0: though we've done shows together I'm always like I wasn't paying attention
1: no and also like (laughs) it's weird when you just like read a name no it's definitely uh it's like Kara I usually say like carrot without the t which doesn't even make sense but it for some reason (laughs) sticks in people's
0: head it's such a like um good like showbiz friendly name like the uh, phonetics of it.
1: Yeah, the alliteration. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the word. That's why you're on TV and I'm not. Um. (laughs) That's exactly
1: why. That's actually why. I'm sure Uh if if you saw my uh, test scores in high school, (laughs) you would say something different.
0: Oh, man. Um, Well, before we get into it, I like to ask my guests for a good confession, just like an Mm -hmm. icebreaker, a humble brag, something positive to start us out on. Is there something good you want to confess?
1: Yes. Okay, so um something good is I feel weird saying things that are good right now but it is it's good to be <laughs> that's positive. why I asked for it because it's know, so hard I know. yeah but I am excited because I'm leaving for tour my first tour I've ever done in less than two weeks <gasps> yes! and I'm like actually feeling excited because it's feeling very real now but also terrifying so that's, that's
0: huge congrats yeah. and I guess by the time this comes out it'll be right yeah. around then so everyone right. should go check out your dates yeah and all that oh that's so exciting and yeah, all
1: over the place so that's exciting to me for sure <laughs> all
0: right is this like you're you're going with your because I feel like there's like the you know the the early comedy career Mm-hmm. A budget tour that I've done where it's like just with your friends, and then this is your first time where you're like you're getting like the headliner. You're like oh, yeah. a scene on like you have yeah yeah so cool
1: yeah I'm <laughs> doing I've never but I've never even I would say it's a combination. It's definitely like a very budget DIY tour but like it's me doing my hour which I've like never I haven't gone to most of these places that's that's
0: amazing oh yeah excited yeah
1: um
0: well I actually started this pod because uh well because you know I'm a comedian as you know that we have to do things like this Mm -hmm. uh for free to get our name out there that's right but on the uh on the more (laughs) on the more admirable not admirable but less Mm -hmm. annoying side um I started going to therapy really late (laughs) in life Mm -hmm. and um, um, in addition to like t- telling jokes on stage, I realized like I love to just like get things off my chest, like t- talking yeah. things out. And so that's sort of what inspired this.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: always like to ask like my guests, like, do you have a confidant? Like what's your sort of mm-hmm. routine, whether it's like, oh, I go to therapy or I have, a, you know, a girlfriend I confide in. Or if it's just like I bought all that or whatever yeah. it is, like what do yeah. you do when you need to like, you know, talk something out or spill secrets mm-hmm. or whatever?
1: Um, I... I have a therapist. I've been in therapy since I was like a freshman in high school, just like deeply overanalyzing since you know for a long time. Okay, so was it your I, idea? Cause that's pretty yeah. young to go. Um, no, I think I was sent in the early days, gotcha. but then <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well no, it's it's definitely a totally yeah. I feel like cause a lot of people I know have, mm-hmm. you know, went when they're younger and and they have very different experiences. Cause for sure. It's no, I mean a whole mean, different thing.
1: It's definitely a different thing. I, I think like when I first went in like high school is just kind of like being depressed and like it was more suggested to me but now it's definitely like a pretty firm part of my routine like Mm -hmm. definitely every week and I've even like branched out and now I'm like starting to do EMDR which is
0: (gasps) I've done that have you yeah did it help you it did but it it put me how far
1: in it are you not very far I think we've done maybe three times like three times of the actual like eye movement yeah okay a couple before that of sort of like
0: yeah, like history. Like learning
1: about it. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, yeah, I've talked about it on this pod before, but I mm-hmm. um, I champion it in that like, it definitely worked, but it is like such a mind fuck. Um, and totally. I went in like for one thing, because I went in for my, like a specific thing, like mm-hmm. after my, I lost my brother, thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, let me just do this memory. And then of right. course, it brings up a lot of complex trauma. But yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely, I was having like night terrors, not to scare mm-hmm. you, but it's like the no. first two weeks after, I felt like, literally hallucinations all because well, it's but.
1: shaking up your, you know it is like yeah. shaking up your brain and it's it's i'm interested you know to kind of see like just from almost like a research perspective just because i love reading about psychology and trauma mm-hmm. and like studying it as well so i'm interested from that side but i mean the way it was explained to me was like yeah like your body it's kind of, it is going through this whole thing and so things that you haven't thought about consciously are kind of being stirred up and but um, yeah, well, that's, I mean, we'll see exciting what happens. Though. It is but, definitely one. Yeah, it's like yeah. doing
0: – um, it's like when you're cleaning, you have to get dirtier before Right. You throw out the trash. But I feel yeah. – well, maybe I shouldn't use trash as a metaphor for our bodies, but you know what I well, mean. Well, I mean, putting out like a wound or something <laughs> Yeah. you have to like clean
1: it out. Yeah, it's definitely – I know. I mean, I'm like – definitely...
0: It's definitely intense, though, for sure. And
1: then you're also like, I'm skeptical of it, even though I know that it's proven to work. But like, it sounds like magic, work, like, but it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It definitely sounds like in the vein of like, um, like hypnosis which is similar right. in the way it works but it's yeah. lo- a lot less like s- spooky supernatural mm-hmm. um i'm now like i guess what's 2021 i started in mm-hmm. 2019 so now it's been like two years and i, de- I definitely like Isn't it 2022? Has made it- 2022 2022 <laughs> fuck oh my god wow yeah you're right damn so you're- clearly it didn't work no i'm just kidding no. I-, I went back in time uh <laughs> No, I, I think that it made enough of a difference where it sounds almost weird to say this, but I feel like I'm meeting more people who are talking like openly about spirituality, which seems silly because I didn't come into it that way. But ever Mm -hmm. since I did EMDR, I feel like I'm like Mm -hmm. seeing more like just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like vibing with the universe, like singularity, like that kind of shit. And it's like so strange because I didn't. Think that that would be a side effect, but it's, it's yeah. in a good way. It's not like I'm in a cult, uh, right? <laughs> besides comedy, you? but you will know,
1: we yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh,
0: that one I, I mean, can't get out of.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's for life, baby. You don't have a choice. You were born into that. <laughs> I mean, I think though that uh, I feel that the spiritual aspect I feel more when I'm doing mushrooms. But you know, maybe okay, it'll yeah, all yeah. come together. Maybe the EMDR and the mushrooms, and then I'll, you yeah. know something will just shift, the, and then maybe I'll start a cult and I'm. Uh,
0: I would join. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, yeah, I kind of described DMDR as like tripping without the fun, <laughs> without the fun. Because <laughs> yeah. people are like, "Oh, it sounds cool." I'm like, "It's like it sounds like DMT." I'm like, in the right. sense that you have all the visions and the feelings and the scary mm-hmm. parts, but like you're not like high. So right, I don't
1: know. right. I don't know that. I, I feel like that would not sell it to people. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it doesn't.
0: But it I just mean like when like I talk about it, people are like, well, Because I've heard. Mm. Um, Sometimes people will see, like, uh, like everyone sees different things, but I'll see, like, really, like, fast-moving images. It's almost like I'm, mm. like, time-traveling in my brain. Mm-hmm. So that part, I feel like people are like, oh, that's, like, DMT. I'm like, yeah, except mm-hmm. it's, like, traumatic things sometimes. Right. And I'm crying and shaking, but yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never done DMT. I
0: feel like that might no, be No, I've never I done do. DMT <laughs> either, but I assume it's <laughs> – More positive? <laughs> Hopefully Maybe there's a fun part of it, or- otherwise I don't know why yeah and so into it um that's cool though so it seems like you're very like you're like very like uh what do I call it like captain your own like mental health ship because there's I feel mm-hmm. like anyone who's like seeking specific trauma therapies yeah. that's that's a cool place to be um did yeah. you like do you feel like comedy um do you ever like I don't know if this makes sense but like I feel like so- when I started doing comedy I hadn't started therapy and I sort of like mm-hmm. it combined in a way mm-hmm. and then now I feel like when I first started, I was doing a lot of stuff on stage that I hadn't processed. And then uh-huh. now I feel like it's a whole different thing where comedy is just like this work thing. It's this final thing. Mm. I like it, not in a, in a struggle way, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like necessarily put the raw stuff on stage. Do mm-hmm. you feel like you separate your um, sort of like processing things with comedy? Because I know you talk a lot mm-hmm. about stories and, and personal mm-hmm. things on stage as well. Yeah. I think that I I think earlier
1: on, like there would be subconscious things would kind of slip out that I hadn't even like realized, like I would be talking about something like making a joke of like, Oh, people always say this or think this. And then it's like, Oh, those people are you. That's what you say. And think about yourself. (laughs) Like I wouldn't put it together, but I definitely talk about personal things, but I tend to like, kind of put it, it, it by the time it ends up in the act it's like a little bit after it takes me a minute so I'm like talking about it as though it's present day but usually it's kind of like you don't want to post like a picture of yourself like at a coffee shop and then you know like dox yourself like you, <laughs> you post that after you've already
0: left so it's like I don't know iron. I don't have like I'm not famous I'm here, not <laughs> <so>. <laughs> No, I'm just <laughs> kidding <laughs> But I don't want to... So my don't fans to, like, don't me follow me to co- coffee shops, but uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not either, but like, I'm, you know, there's, no, like, know I'm sometimes just there's
1: like random... There are so no, many, yeah, yeah. you don't have to be famous, you I just know. have to be like a person on the internet with like any amount of people just like, yeah. you get weird messages and stuff. So, that is true. So it's kind of like that, like I won't talk about... I I, I don't usually talk about things that are happening in that exact present moment, because like mm. it does... it. It takes me a long time sometimes to, like, absorb how I feel about something for real.
0: I think that's healthy, though, because that's, like, you can actually – Write a thing and it's funny and it can relate yeah. to the audience in a way where you've processed it.
1: Instead of but- just like venting on stage, yeah. like I don't want to necessarily vent to the audience. I more want to, yeah, I'm like, I've already figured it out and now I'm like bringing you guys into it versus like, I'm going to use this to like yell at a bunch of people who are just like <laughs> trying to have a beer. It's oh so my gosh.
0: For some reason, when you <laughs> said the coffee, shop, I don't know why this is the example I thought of when you said the coffee shop thing, but I feel like, um, I don't really do this now, really, but, like, definitely uh, in my thirst, trappy years, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll come back again. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, hey, Psychical. if if I'm if they're back, you know, please keep liking the post. Um, <laughs> I, so, I'm not denouncing. Don't
1: worry. <laughs> don't worry about what's going on for me. Just support me. <laughs> yeah. If you support me, he'll just support me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But in my, in my like, more, like, 20s, <laughs> there's trappy yeah. years, I feel like I definitely was more, like, sending nudes and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know why this was the example I thought of, but something yeah. about, like, I don't repeat nudes like oh, okay. I no no shame to people who do but uh-huh. like I'm like if I'm sending one it's to that person gotcha. but years later I've had the thing where <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like it feels like a different person and I'll go back and be like mm-hmm. oh I can repost like a more PG 13 thirst trap right. if it was sent in a private text when it's years later and I don't know mm-hmm. why the coffee thing made me think of that like mm-hmm. if Pushing it in the moment, needing validation feels like too much. Like you see me, you know, I'm naked versus like, this was from like six years ago. Hey, check out how my butt Uh looks six years ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's just, to me, that just sounds like somebody who's taking their power back. I don't know. I think it (laughs) all sounds good. I think you can use your pictures for whatever you want. I definitely repeat nudes. Um, But I always, I'm, maybe I am like a little paranoid with this stuff, but I also like, used to or it's not like I'm making it sound like so when I'm constantly sending thousands of news <laughs>
0: each
1: day it's like making it sound like <laughs> so over the top but like even if I would send one like I will sometimes like take would take like a screenshot of mm. it and send the screenshots so that people can't like get oh detail, yeah like click and get details and I'm like
0: what do I think people I'm I always can't like find out the coffee about, shop where you're yeah, taking the nudes at so that's
1: exactly right <laughs> yeah but I think you could if it's your bot, you know, do with it, whatever you want, make a calendar of it, you know, like
0: do whatever you I mean, want with your mean, Sure, pictures. maybe I will, um, no, maybe I mean, I, I feel like as I'm getting older and everything's media is becoming like one mm. day we'll all, anything you put into any right. digital thing is yeah. just going to be accessible. Yeah. I'm like, normalize saving your nudes to like when you're 50 or whatever, like sell them when you're 50, whatever, for sure. yeah.
1: That's, that is like the (laughs) most empowering thing that like people do when they're like owning it. And that is like one thing that I like that it it seems like a sign of progress of a lot more people like owning it. And like, we've all been like conditioned to like, feel shame, like, Oh my God, I don't want that. What if this leaked or something? It's like, why would you feel bad if you sent Mm -hmm. a, you're a consenting adult, you sent a private photo. If a person ever leaked that they are the one who should feel ashamed because they're the one that's like crossing a boundary. You didn't do any, like you would be, you know, the,
0: yeah, that's true. Although this makes me feel like more selfish because the reason I would be embarrassed isn't even because I'm like, I mean, yeah, I guess I wouldn't want everyone I know, especially Mm -hmm. like family members to see my nudes, right. But it's less like, Oh no shame. It's more like, (laughs) it's more like a middle school reason of being like, Oh, you took a nude to send someone um who and you and they didn't like you. Ew, like that's mm-hmm. more the embarrassment mm-hmm. of it. So that's why I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, you can have my second hand nudes. Um they right. were they were accepted. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. They you were enjoyed, und- okay. okay. Yeah. Right. I'm like, they were enjoyed, okay. I, there's this initial fear of like, Well, I don't yeah. like it yeah. and then I don't want to be have been taking it for something Right.
1: <laughs> so right.
0: Stupid. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just like all get, I mean it makes sense. Like it just
1: it, it all just gets <laughs> twisted in everybody's brains in a different way so yeah
0: Makes sense. um okay that went off the rails but uh okay. let's take a quick break when we get back i'll get your confession all right Kara, the time has come is there anything you would like to tell me
1: okay i gave this a lot of thought And obviously there's a lot of things that I can confess, but I was trying to think of something truly vulnerable that I haven't really shared with anyone that could somehow be tied to something in the comedy world. And here's what I've come up with. Ooh, wow. and I'll explain the tie back if it's not apparent. But <laughs> my, con- <laughs> my confession is that I used to be a thumb sucker beyond the normal range of one. Okay. Like, you know,
0: I already, people. I mean, I don't know if you could tell by my gas, but I yeah. was a thumb sucker. <gasps> yes. I don't know how So this been is-
1: covered? No. Is gr- okay, good. We have okay. not
0: talked. We've talked about blankets, which I also had a security okay. blanket. Same. Um, yes. My- Elise Morales did <laughs> it and she still like has it.
1: Mm-hmm. Much. i uh, I definitely still, have still not the ah. baby blanket but i definitely like have like a blanket that i'm like that's not really
0: like for that's you. not it it's a subject <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> oh my god like what guests can like put yeah. on themselves if they're
1: on the couch that's Yeah, so
0: funny uh-huh. um no i have scraps that are my baby blanket mm-hmm. but i've already moved it into a memory box um nice every once in a while it comes out when i'm having a panic attack but mm-hmm. it's a little more it's mm-hmm. less sleeping with it and more holding mm-hmm. it and longing yeah. for a different time right um, no the thumb sucker thing i i remember i don't know how old probably till like kindergarten were you past that
1: oh yeah okay i, I want to hear was
0: still okay i think i was it
1: well i know when it stopped because i think it must have been until at least like fourth grade i'm gonna say oh wow okay so sleepover age and right but like hiding it at a sleepover (sighs) okay so that yeah it wasn't like a pub it wasn't like so it was just like when i was sleeping and just kind of like tucked into myself but like neat. yeah and even still I'm like I feel like it's still kind of smooth <laughs> like <laughs> smoother on that side I'm like when I was little I would always look and I'm like this some is so much like skinnier like I really thought that I like He's like sucked like, off the
0: skin, sucked skin it off or oh something which doesn't
1: make sense but um, um
0: were you know. an anxious baby like where did that come from
1: It has to be that I mean like I've definitely been biting my nails as long as I can remember and like that I mean that's the only thing that I can like conclude it had to have and that's like what it would have been for most people but yeah it must have just been like anxious it was definitely like my self soothing. Um, I don't know that I had a a lot of tool other tools that Mm. like I was aware of or that were available to me so I think I was like suck the thumb had the blankie and that was Uh okay I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, it's
0: definitely not uncommon to uh, like for babies to have security, mm. things like that. I, it's funny because I'm like, how do they usually grow out of it? I think they just it, there's a natural fall off. Right. But um, but not always. Um, yeah. Was there a moment you felt like you wanted to stop kind of like, oh, I like you were embarrassed, but you couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I think by the
1: time I when I was like in elementary school, like the first couple of years of elementary school, because it's like I had an understanding that it was like embarrassing or babyish or something. But like. I think it, it was just like, I, I still think I have like an oral fixation. Like, I think I mm. also just like was attached to the habit of it, but it was like, it became bothersome to my parents gotcha. because it started messing up my teeth. And I think ah, their thing yeah. was like, until your permanent teeth come in, we don't really <laughs> care. Like, cause of your baby <sighs> teeth, like whatever. But then like my permanent teeth came in and it was like starting to like kind of fucked that up. And so then they, this is actually crazy. I should look this person up because they should be like put on some kind of like dentist list. But what the thing that got me to finally stop was my parents took me to this dentist or orthodontist who had invented something to like get kids to not suck their thumb anymore. And basically it was this like like the mass from It was like this crazy like it wasn't even crazy it was just like cemented to my two (sighs) top back molars and then it was like this little wire like kind of retainer thing that went and it was like in the top of my roof of my mouth and I just physically couldn't do it anymore, So they just like had it installed immediately stopped sucking my thumb and then um but then it had to be like removed because I got a Sour Punch straw stuck in it and started choking and then they like couldn't get it wow, This is so much
0: information. Um, Amazing uh, (laughs) slash, I'm sorry, slash. (laughs) I love Sour Punch straws. Uh. Me too.
1: (laughs) I know, but that was, I still like, and I honestly have like kind of a dodgy memory in a lot of ways, but I remember like this sour punch straw, like eating it. And then I just like started choking. Oh and I remember God. my mom was like in the bathroom, like knocking on the door. And I'm like pointing, and she had to like try to like put oh her whole hand in my mouth God. to like, and then they took me to the dentist. They're like, okay, we have to take it out because like she's <gasps> gonna choke on sour This dentist
0: punch just straws. cementing children's mouths. Isn't that, closed?
1: A, isn't that like, I've never heard of that. That's and a I tried wild. to Google
0: it too. I'm like, Like, I think he was a mad scientist. That's got to be worse for your teeth than just sucking your thumb to, like, cement. That's, like, the wild thing is, like, I understand where parents (laughs) come from. Like I'm literally listening to, like, a book my psychiatrist recommended, and they're Mm -hmm. talking about, like, how parents need to stop seeing their kids as, like, reflections of themselves. But even as I hear that, I'm like, I get it. Like, I look at my dog, and I'm like, when he's well-behaved, I'm proud. But, like, the idea of, like, seeing your child as, like, a car, which I know is not really what no, I mean but is, there's that though. sense right like the, right. the new teeth are coming in like the seats are leather yeah. like now it must you must yeah. stop like at no it's point was so it weird like hey maybe there's a reason something like bothering emotionally you? no
1: exactly <laughs> it was just like okay well like this is starting to like this might be braces or something in the future but i mean i hate to say it but i never had to get braces and uh-huh. my teeth are straight so maybe yeah worked. your teeth
0: are great <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, the thumb is the trick. I don't know. Um, uh. <laughs> so you never got caught at, like, sleepovers or people uh, – ki- kids didn't make so make fun not of I you or I remember. Anything.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, not that I can really recall. Like, I don't even remember it being a big deal. It's, like, notable to me when I think about it now as an adult yeah. looking back. But it wasn't, like, this huge – it wasn't like, oh, my God. Like, we have to – until it was – until mm. – weird dentist but, but. <laughs> maybe this
0: will come up an emdr no um yeah. oh. well that is the thing that there's certain thi- i remember like the age where there's like things that you might remember being embarrassed mm. babyish or whatever but you really like leave behind once you are in high school in college or whatever right. and then now is the time where especially in pandemic when we reflect mm-hmm. we're like oh there was that like oh yeah why did I do that thing or right. why did I think this um or was that very recent somebody. yeah or um, that you like had that rem- memory that like oh this was a big part of my life at that time like
1: I I don't know I, I mean I don't think I ever forgot it I don't even remember when I you, oh maybe it's the the comedy thing I think because mm. I've I was reading um Sarah Silverman's oh, book yeah. The Bedwetter mm-hmm. and it kind of reminded me of that a little bit of like because she talked about kind of the shame and like if you're a bedwetter the terror of going Mm. to like overnight sleepaway camps and like how you know so it's it's similar in terms of it's like you're a little kid it a Mm. lot of times is tied to like emotional or anxiety it's not something you can necessarily like control right and the tie of like bedtime of like that's when it's going to come up and so that's when you know
0: yeah and that brings up more anxiety right my mom used to put a sock on my hand Oh. um, and i think that's how eventually it Mm -hmm. stopped but i remember there were times when i'd like wake up because i felt cotton in in my mouth
1: yeah oh my (laughs) god yeah i think we did the nasty nail polishes a few times and like even that i've tried that as an adult to quit biting my nails and i feel like my hands were just when i was a kid like covered in like hot pepper nail polish on uh. all my fingers like stop putting your hands in your mouth pretty much but I just would like that was no chance I was like great guess I'll just have to keep <laughs> going until this comes off like I, I feel did like not as an
0: adult there's I mean I, I can get why parents try to like help their kids who mm. are growing but as an adult I'm like if you have bad habits and they're not interfering with your relationships or work do them. I that's mean, honestly, I, th- I
1: mean, that's kind of my yeah. approach, I, especially with kids stuff. It does seem like when you, if you put a big spotlight on it and like attach shame to it or attach, like then it, it often will stick around longer versus it's just like, it's a thing, like it's a yeah. yeah. It's not hurting anybody, like.
0: Well, there's also hard. like built-in consequences <laughs> that adults can deal with at <laughs> life as mm-hmm. hard. Because right. like if you were to bite your nails so much as an adult that you mm-hmm. ruined your nails, and then you had to like deal with it or you know pay money to fix it, right. like that would probably yes. be enough to an adult to stop. um yeah. And besides that, if it's not ruining anything there's probably no reason. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like,
1: I don't know any human that doesn't have a couple of vices because like, and Mm -hmm. I don't mean that as an excuse of like, Oh, do whatever the fuck you want. Like have, but like, of course, examine yourself. But I don't know any adults who don't have a few vices because like, we are trying to self-soothe. We are all like, stressed and traumatized and like just doing our best and there's so many like circumstances happening so like that's why people smoke cigarettes or eat too much candy or do this or drink or whatever so it's like i think if it gets to the point where it's not really hurting you or other it's like okay like let them just yeah she has a cigarette once a week when it's like okay you know or even i'm not
0: encouraging doing addicting things that will hurt you but i'm just saying adults have more capacity to be conscious and learn from them. For sure. Like, to have a bad habit for two weeks and then really go like, oh, this is why mm-hmm. I shouldn't do it. Like, we've mm-hmm. all had those. Well, I don't know if we've all. I've definitely yeah. had, you know, shut in myself when I'm, like, right. mad about an ex and then been like, well, nobody's going to, like, drag me to school, so right. it's time right. for me to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is interesting to think about, like, habits, like, sucking your thumb because uh, this is like <laughs> – I. I, you saying this, okay, I'm going to share this. This is very Mm -hmm. vulnerable as well, but Mm -hmm. in the spirit of this um, early pandemic, I was having a lot of panic attacks and Mm -hmm. I've talked about that part on the pod before. I don't think Mm -hmm. I've shared this part though. When I was like having so much trouble, I was like willing to try anything that worked. I was literally Mm -hmm. like writing my psychiatrist, like asking if she knew any institutions I could check Mm -hmm. into. And she was like, uh, Mm -hmm. don't do that. But Mm -hmm. I had thought about, I was like well I used to suck my thumb and I tried it and it didn't Uh, work (laughs) like I was like maybe maybe this is all I need and then it was like not soothing at all and it just felt
1: weird (laughs) yeah yeah but it was one of those
0: things I was like maybe maybe
1: this will bring me back yeah maybe I mean I think that would be worth a try but it's probably (laughs) just because it's like it hasn't been soothing for a while but also like sucking your thumb is like, it's soothing. Cause it like, it's, it's like you trained your brain for that to be something yeah, that helped true. you. Right. So maybe you could train it back. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I should do that, but, but it, it,
0: it's Fair funny like that. that you bring it up. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Could, could you train your brain to, like doing something else too? And probably right. the answer is yes, as an adult's easier. But, um, as a child, like there probably was a moment where right. the more you thought stop doing it the more it was like right. the only thing that would soothe you
1: yeah yeah for sure and I don't even think I was like stop doing that I think I was more like hide it don't like, get caught it, you know like oh. if it was in a place where it was like embarrassing like don't show people that but I was like very content you know
0: <laughs> I Aww. was like I'm just doing my thing like
1: leave me alone <laughs>
0: I don't know it's like kind of cute I mean no. I don't know I guess maybe because I have personal experience right. with it and I'm like it's fine like I know we all grew
1: out of it it's okay yeah. <laughs> and I think that like we would have like I think I would yeah. have like I don't think it would have been you know something that would have been going on until I went to college anyway like but yeah it's yeah.
0: good that it didn't ever uh, like accumulate into an embarrassing story or anything right
1: yeah the yeah. only time
0: I can remember being like I wasn't embarrassed, but I have a twin, and she, Mm -hmm. when we had nap time at like kindergarten or something, Mm -hmm. she woke up in the middle and then later told me that, or told my mom that she um, saw me sucking my thumb and took it out for me because (laughs) when we were napping. Oh, and I was kind of embarrassed about it though, because I was like, "Mm -hmm."
1: she took it out for you though. That's sweet.
0: (laughs) She's like, let me help. <laughs> I think it came from more like a oh like we've heard my mom say don't do that oh. and she's like and she didn't do it and I did and so she's kind of mm-hmm. like Teresa was doing this so I helped mm-hmm. like,
1: yeah let me um, live what if yeah. I wanted to get away with it at school <laughs> that's what I'm saying like I'm sorry do you are is your porch clean mind your own business like <laughs> that's a, okay like I should have said that to my dad like okay let's talk about your pack a day habit like why don't we process that like why don't we throw away all your cigarettes. I'll get this retainer installed in my mouth and let's <laughs> go from there. If apparently nobody's allowed to do anything. Oh my to gosh. Themselves. Did That's you have nightmares
0: as a kid or like you just like, were you, were you like, like scared at na- Specifically, was it like bedtime that was scary or you just like- this I wasn't
1: just- scared. No, I think it was just like a general, like, I think it was just like a soothing thing. I wasn't, mm. I don't really remember having- Many nightmares. I mean, I had nightmares, but it wasn't like a recurrent issue or anything like that. Were
0: you an only child, or did you have siblings?
1: No, I have three older
0: brothers. Oh, okay, so you're the youngest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Um. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I thought maybe like, well, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess three. Are they? Is there a big age difference? Like, were you guys close? Yeah, pretty
1: big age difference. Like, I'm the youngest, and they were like much older. I don't think any of them were sucking their
0: thumb.
1: (laughs) But yeah, but yeah, I'm not. I I honestly think it was just like yeah i i don't know i mean i'm sure i could like dig around and try to figure out like more of the things but i think it was just like a convenient you know yeah thing no normalize really take having weird you. habits that yeah.
0: we got away with and now we're honest about it's yeah totally exactly fine. yeah um <laughs> i will ask you though how it has to relate to comedy because you teased mm-hmm. that earlier Mm-hmm. oh no my connection to comedy was just the sarah so
1: like was just that, oh was, like the bedwet. <laughs> i know that's why i was like it's not really a connection it's really a connection in my brain of how i thought about it was from reading that book yeah
0: that is a connection though because there are so many things i think that's about um like even like i came out pretty late in life and mm-hmm. a, a lot of my girlfriends were like by now also mm-hmm. came out late in life but we mm-hmm. had so many similar experiences in our quote-unquote straight years yeah that it's like interesting um that you bring up Sarah Silverman because with comedy mm-hmm. too I find there's like specific stories mm-hmm. that Jews tend to be more common with comedians and not because we all like grew up in the same area or anything right like there's just like maybe like a like a personality type that draws yeah. you to trying to ask the same questions and then right. answer it through performing or whatever
1: yeah i think so yeah there's definitely like a higher contingency of like people with ADHD and like very mm. sensitive and like i feel like there's a lot of people that are perfectionists but also like maybe have like a are dyslexic as well like there's like <laughs> these weird like pairings of like traits that I feel are like a higher it's definitely I mean it's a self-selecting group so true makes, yeah because it's, it's like curious. you might
0: see someone who um is like an not an idol like what was that what represents how you mm-hmm. feel and then the the parts that show are like oh they're talking about right anxiety but the parts that don't show is they're they're neurodivergent or whatever yeah, yeah and who exactly. knows exactly yeah um, but
1: the comedy I mean yeah the comedy aspect of it is I mean it's just I haven't talked about it on stage. Maybe I should. Maybe I should be like, where my where are my thumb suckers at? Thumbsuckers.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When you said thumbs, like even though I don't talk about it, it's like mm-hmm. it's definitely embedded in your brain of like For this sure. young enough time like that. I also was a bedwetter. Mm-hmm. Like uh that like the blanket, the bedwetter, all of that, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's like you say that, I'm like immediately remember mm-hmm. that I relate to that. Um when did you start doing comedy?
1: Um, I started doing comedy maybe six and a half years ago
0: okay so you're like not you're an adult um like i guess i'm i guess my roundabout question is like Mm -hmm. did comedy um sort of make you (laughs) less anxious to (laughs) well i was (laughs) also very an anxious neurotic Um, person and then uh i started when i started doing comedy that like shifted a lot of how i interact mm -hmm. socially mm
1: -hmm. um
0: I think it made me less anxious, but also mm. maybe more annoying in some ways too. Um-
1: <laughs> it's definitely made me more annoying. That is undeniable. Um I didn't used to like DM my friends like, can you please repost this? Um story of this um character that i did it would mean a lot to me i'm uh, definitely a lot more annoying there's there's
0: no uh no i won't name names that i heard about <laughs> f- from another from another comic someone uh-huh. did this to her but she called her mm-hmm. to ask her why her tweet wasn't liked this was years ago but oh my i God. um I, I have friends that you, do that don't worry me. you're not <laughs> you really yeah. oh absolutely
1: i have friends who are like why haven't you liked that yet and, oh my I mean, gosh everyone is not not That's... well so <laughs> <laughs> um I but yeah I don't know I don't know that my anxiety I wonder I haven't ever thought about the correlation between doing comedy and any anxiety I'm feeling I mean I think that it has like performing and being on stage is a space where I think I am often my more authentic like vulnerable self even if it's kind of like a blown up character I'm mm-hmm. I on stages where I kind of like embrace a lot of those like soft parts or flaws or different things. And so there is like a dedicated arena where that's happening because I don't really do that necessarily in my Mm day-to-day life,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, like the idea of creating this space because i mean now that you're you know famous big chat um performing <laughs> headlining getting,
1: getting docs constantly <laughs> getting docs
0: in coffee shops mm. just, just flagrantly sending nudes um <laughs> well i i wonder because this is something i actually just thought about this weekend mm. i was like talking to my boyfriend's friends and they were like they only know me as a comedian because yeah when i met him i was already doing comedy but i always thought of myself as like in the same way like i found my true self on stage and that's where Mm-mm. I feel more comfortable and I used mm-hmm. to be more like offstage with a mask. But
1: uh-huh. then they were asking
0: like, oh, do you feel like it, you have to like take off the comedy mask? And I was mm-hmm. like, I never even thought about that because mm-hmm. I always thought that was me. But at right. some point you do merge, like when you're more public, yeah. you do have to kind of curate that quote unquote true self. Yeah, um, And it's not, it's like the mask changes almost or you mm-hmm. merge them. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's like strange when it used to be vulnerable on stage. And now I'm like on stage. Sometimes I feel like I have the power to mm-hmm. like, I'm like in charge of the audience versus like, please like me. And right. it's like a weird switch. right.
1: But I think that for me, I'm sure it that shifts from show to show sometimes though. True. Cause I mean, I have experiences on stage where I definitely do not feel powerful, but I definitely <laughs> always feel vulnerable. Yeah. Like that piece never really does go away you know like it, even if i'm doing like oh i'm doing material i know that works and i'm totally comfortable and i'm in a space where i know it's like i i still always feel like very vulnerable for sure because, but even
0: when you're performing for audiences that like know you and came mm-hmm. to see you like it's not like a oh i can just be me because they that's what they want you still feel right. that feeling of like ah oh, i need to show them who i am yeah I mean sometimes I
1: think like the goal is to just feel fully comfortable and like but I don't I don't think I often feel like when I'm doing a show I don't often feel like oh yeah the everybody is like here to see me and I I definitely feel still like I've got something to prove and I'm I'm not I I don't think I'm like at that stage where I I feel so comfortable like just 100% that everyone is gonna (laughs) <laughs> like love what I'm doing I don't feel like that it's
0: anymore. funny because out, like out of um like I've had you know guests on the show that I know mm-hmm. really well and ones that I like mm-hmm. admire like you that we, we haven't hung out as much but the right. times we have I always feel like your energy is always so like you have the energy of like I'm I'm just really like energetic and down and like mm-hmm. super like um I don't know like something is very magnetic and also you. it's funny that you say you got so vulnerable because when I, like the confidence, I guess is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like when I first met you, I think it was like after a breakup or something. And mm-hmm. there was just like mm-hmm. so much confidence that I was like, mm-hmm. damn. So I'm yeah. sure all of that is us coping and um, putting yeah. on fronts, but it definitely reads as like, oh, you're in control of the room. Yeah. And you always know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I definitely do try to appear that way. When, you know, like <laughs> as like, and I do feel like, I, I don't feel um I I do feel confident like in my ability like I feel in control of like what I'm doing and of the room but like I mean even if it's going well and I'm being accepted like I do still I'm very in touch with that like Mm -hmm. sensitivity and like feeling yeah feeling that like vulnerability and like I'm ultimately I'm choosing to do this Mm. I'm choosing to like put myself on stage so like even if I'm even if i am and feel confident i i still under that and like yeah you you feel wait are you a
0: water sign i feel like ha- um
1: i'm talking? not actually i'm a taurus oh okay
0: oh wow okay
1: but i have but i uh i have some water i'm i'm like a pisces venus and mars
0: wow if that,
1: if that means okay. anything to
0: you, yes <laughs> uh yeah, yeah i probably talk about astrology too i somehow mm-hmm. find every chance mm-hmm. i can to talk about astrology even though this is not an astrology podcast what are you um i am scorpio and then i'm okay. cancer rising virgo moon so i've got okay, some cool. earth as well
1: mm-hmm. nice um yeah
0: <laughs> we just lost <laughs>
1: yeah we just like lose
0: it <laughs> oh man um Okay, I have a final question, and I want to play a game, unless there's okay. more about thumb sucking, because I just <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean that. Enough. Wow. No, I'm I'm really like, don't know uh,
1: if there's any other thumb sucking. But I yeah, just didn't you know, mean I to cut you it. off. Yeah. No, you're fine.
0: I, um, but it, it uh, tying back to comedy, kind of uh, made me think of this question. But like mm. these like rituals that we mm-hmm. do, like how it used to just be like, um, you know, not a or subconscious or unconscious, mm-hmm. but as you get older and you're like doing comedy or sports or whatever it is Mm -hmm. people in theater there's like superstitions and things that you always Mm -hmm. do before shows so i'm wondering if you like have taken that into comedy like do you have Mm -hmm. certain like routines or things where you're like i always do this before shows or i can't Mm -hmm. i don't know wear this on stage or whatever Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i'm definitely i don't know that it's superstitious but i'm definitely pretty like I I can predict it a little bit better now but I always like before I go on stage I'm always like pretty nervous pretty quiet I don't like to like really talk before and then it's like I hate it because I'm excited and I like want to see comedians and like chat and people are all like chatty and like happy and catching up but like until I do my set I'm like not really friendly because I'm just like very nervous and focused so I kind of tend to like I try to either isolate and I always am like just rewriting it out because that like gets it into my brain. So I'm usually like scribbling and like rewriting out my set and then like kind of being antisocial. But then I'm like, I hope that they'll still want to talk to me after when I like feel better, but I don't know how to like So
0: what you're saying is you have zero that. anxiety. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that that's the main ritual, like isolating, being an antisocial weirdo in the corner and writing out my set, and then. After, I always feel like a lot of relief and then I usually smoke a joint. That's my ritual. <laughs>
0: nice. I mean, that feels like pretty that, – that's pretty relatable. I, yeah. I, that's funny you said that thing about talking – and because I, I literally was like, I feel that way sometimes. And I remember last time we ran each other's show, I also mm-hmm. like tried to order food and then they like kept bringing me more Yeah. like Fair. plates. And <laughs> yeah. it, that gave me so much anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I just want to make sure. And I was like trying to get a tape. And then I'm uh-huh. like, I also want to be chill. It's like. They keep saying, like, this is easy. It's a Halloween show. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I'm not thinking about this. I was
1: like, ah, fuck this shit. (laughs) I know. It's so that it's just like, I think, yeah, I don't want like unpredictable things happening. And I don't know, I am so sensitive. So like, if uh. someone says something to me before, like, I'm like, okay, I just can't. So, but I've always been like that. Even like when there would be tests and stuff, like in college, even I remember like, I would stand in the hall until like the teacher came in with the test because I didn't Aww. like being in the room with everyone's, I could just feel their anxious uh. energy. And like some people are like, laughing chatting don't give a shit that's how they're coping and then other people are like really intense and but and I just like couldn't the only way I could like protect myself is like be in the hall and just like not absorb there
0: damn so you really like have that empath energy but it's almost like then in some way it's not really not that it would be your fault but in some way mm. it's like you're so um open that other people aren't necessarily controlling their energy enough and that's why yeah. you're like oh my it's like superman yeah. with the, like voices you're like that's ah, too much yeah it's
1: just like too much to be i don't know i i like physically just feel i i have a hard time like blocking it so like i don't like to if someone's like really buzzing intense i'm like Ugh, like i can't like <laughs> <can't laughs> handle it like it's probably like i i'm just like no i can't so rather than, like, tell someone, like, you're really buzzing and intense. Stop being like that. I'm like, I'll just go stand in the (laughs)
0: hallway. Damn.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Well, I'm glad we talked about this. I feel like I learned a lot about you, and you (laughs) learned a lot about me. Like, I don't know why I always end up confessing more things when people – I ask people here to confess things. But um, I have a – that's empathetic, you know. Is it? it, Or is it narcissistic? I don't know. No, it's not (laughs) because
1: you're, like, trying to, like – it's like hey like I see you're putting yourself out there like you're not alone like I that's how I perceive it at
0: least yeah if anyone's listening and you're a dumb sucker you were or you still are or you're yelling at your kid for being one stop it stop yeah. yelling at your kid it's okay it's, they'll be it's fine okay. exactly If you yell too much they'll become comedians and you know <laughs> I don't want any more competition I don't want any no, young people joining exactly. comedy
1: exactly no more uh I am
0: we are the youngest <laughs> people left okay That's uh, right. <laughs> you're like much younger than me uh okay well, we're it the cutoff. We're we got in. the cutoff we got in we're the dumb suckers of comedy right. um all right this game um <laughs> is sort of like loosely inspired i sorta of loosely inspired by guests but since you okay. um guests on the show called, or are on a show called dating no filter auntie which is uh you know talking about dating and like whatever uh mm-hmm. i this <laughs> this show is, Oh, my God. Sorry. (laughs) Wow, I have the giggles. Um, This game is Mm -hmm. uh, basically what's worse, sending or receiving this text. So it's like I pick some texts from online forums and blogs. Okay. um, And then – you get okay. it you have to yeah. just kind of say like would you rather have to send it or receive it um we'll do yeah. like, this example one isn't a real text mm-hmm. but for example just so we get it it's what <laughs> you know what's worse accidentally sending a flirty text to your mom or your mom <laughs> accidentally sending you a flirty text
1: mm-hmm. uh, receiving that is worse
0: that's a, yeah that's i In think that scenario although feel... well yes okay that's what my sister said and i don't know i you know now that you also agree i'm like maybe i agree but well, like maybe... i think my flirting the way that I flirt I could like spit it in a lot oh, you of different play it
1: ways up. it's like not flirting like I oh don't yeah but I don't want to see yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I don't want to see what weird ass like true, perfectly true. formatted text <laughs> 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 like a paragraph break between the names like name uh, comma, no. paragraph break, and then some nasty shit I don't want to oh, see that
0: no. okay so are, the, these ones are all like actual okay. texts so this one's um one from BuzzFeed um uh, this is the text I'm thinking about proposing to her, but before I do, real quick, you wouldn't try working things out with me again. I don't want to propose if there might still be a chance with you for real.
1: That's oh. so a text from an ex. <laughs> would you rather? I would never send that. So <laughs> <laughs> like what a horror Fair show. Fair enough. I know. I'm about to- You're about to propose to someone just checking you're not still interested. I would never want to receive that. It's also not
0: good either way because it's like you you could just check if they're interested. It's almost like you think the proposal is going to get them back. Then that's bad. Like either way, that's bad
1: all I, of it's bad like uh, what are you checking why don't you check yeah. yourself out of your current relationship check it, yeah do that
0: yep okay here's one um uh here's another one. it's a response to an ex how am i okay. supposed to forget you when every time i go outside i see things that remind me of you like garbage bins and dog shit <laughs> i wouldn't feel bad
1: sending that at all <laughs> um that sounds deserved <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I don't know that I would mind receiving that. I don't know. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I'll I feel like I, I would receive it more than I want to. I don't know. I I always think it's like that's where comedy is fun for me to like mm-hmm. get into like more creative um, mm-hmm. revenge like texts or like angry punchlines. But right. I, I have I, I don't know. Maybe I need to work on my the bitch in me. But I have a hard time actually saying something because I'm like I might actually hurt someone's feelings.
1: Right. Right. Like, I
0: think I'm like, I would do it too well. Sometimes i mm-hmm. like, I would roast you and you would cry. And then that's
1: how I feel too. <laughs> I, I'm like, I won't do roast shows. I'm like, I would like, I could destroy someone if I like, wanted to like tap into that part of myself. I'm like. I know it's
0: funny that so many of those roast shows are like just kind of like cis straight white guys because it's like oh ask someone who's actually been bullied like ask ask an intuitive empath right right (laughs) right thumbsucker you know like Uh like, we have shit to say yeah and Um, I have
1: shit to say about them maybe I should go on a roast show uh, my (laughs) rule being I could only I would only roast a guy like that would be it um
0: okay this one this one made me cringe so i don't know uh would you rather receive or send if you had to send the text? Huh. What are we? I don't understand our relationships. Sometimes we're friends, sometimes we're more than friends, and sometimes I'm just a stranger to you. One minute you're talking to me as if I'm something special, and the next minute... I can barely get through this. Next minute you're talking to me as if I mean nothing to you. One day you pay so much attention to me, and then the next day you completely ignore me. Don't fuck with my feelings because you're unsure about yours. Grow up and talk to me when you're done treating girls like you own them. Okay, oh maybe it's not that it's... My. I shouldn't be laughing because it's, like, very serious, but, like, <laughs> I... Like, just like, I can't with these long text That's
1: too much. I, there's no scenario in which I would want to receive that message. <laughs> that would be like absolutely way too much. Cause then I would feel like I have to respond to like all the different points and all the different things. So I would definitely rather be the person who send that. I think I would only send a message. Like, I mean, I'm sure I have sent a message like that. I would only do it if I was like, I'm sending this because I'm putting this out in the universe and mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care if you respond or not.
0: Full send, yeah.
1: Then I could do it, but receiving that would be a nightmare. I, I think probably I would just have throw sent. My
0: phone away. I've sent messages like that, and yeah. that maybe that's why it makes me cringe. So yeah, I guess exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it again. But I guess I wouldn't <laughs> take it back either. Okay.
1: Never, never say never, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe in
0: my my future thirst trap <laughs> when it when it comes back around, I'll
1: be sending these messages. Sending that, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, here's the final one. Okay. okay. Hey, so this isn't the message I guess you want to be getting, but my ex contacted me again on the weekend and came to my work today and have decided instead of breaking up, we are going to give each other a second chance and start to date again. I really don't know what else to say. There's, uh, okay, so just a little, uh, side note, The <laughs> this was sent to a group chat, uh, <laughs> of more oh. of multiple suitors oh, no. so would you rather be in the chat of suitors find out or would you rather send it to the suitors? no i'm
1: da- i'll i'll be in the group chat for that that's fine please remove myself from the group that's okay Do i'm very much like <laughs> You are free to go. I am like not a possessive person. Like if you want to be with somebody else, like good. Go be with someone that makes you happy. That you're doing me a favor. So I'd be like amazing. Wow, thank you for your radical honesty. I'm actually shocked <laughs>
0: that you would be so explicit with what yeah. actually happened. True. Maybe I'd become friends with the others on the chat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, so what are you guys doing this Friday? My I just it just opened up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god exactly the Perfect. reply was like
0: doing it via group message is efficient okay oh, like <laughs> it was like oh, right.
1: um <laughs> yeah no that's i don't you can't do that i i would never send you can't send that to a group of people like that like just that. <laughs> you can't even just press copy paste and send it to like send it yeah, on, right? like, Separate messages that's cold
0: it's like even if you weren't getting back with your ex it sounded like there's like a line yeah. of people to
1: together yeah damn <laughs>
0: oh man okay um that's the that and that's it for the game and that's the pod thanks so much (laughs) for coming on the show um kara where can people follow you and find out about your tour dates
1: um you could go to kara slash tickets um for tour dates and i'm mostly active on instagram karakons comedy that's where i like to that's where i like to hang out
0: Nice. Oh, that, that was so <laughs> sweet the way you said that. Uh, you can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod and you can follow me at Teresa Lee Bot on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you for listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. You Can Tell Me Anything is a comedic podcast created and produced by Teresa Lee on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network. The Hoo Ha Ha team is Ashley McAtee, Audrey Povar, Maggie Week Austin, Cardi Asad, and Stephanie Binot. The theme song for this podcast was created by Cody Johnston. The outro music was written by Shipwrecked Sailor. And the Hoo-Ha-Ha app can be found in the Apple Store to stream your favorite comedy series and laugh-out-loud podcasts by the funniest woman in comedy. To contact this podcast specifically, you can email tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at Tell Me tellmeanythingpod. Thank you.